0: We'll start off today by talking about Super Bowl 55. It was completed this past Sunday down in Tampa with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, handling the Kansas City Chiefs with ease 31 to 9. Um, Tom Brady is now a seven-time Super Bowl champion, and he also won his fifth Super Bowl MVP award. Just quite stunning. Frankly, how the Bucs just manhandled the Chiefs all game long. Um... The Bucks' defensive line was going up against a Kansas City offensive line that was filled with backups and third stringers. And Patrick Mahomes was just running for his life all game long. He was pressured about 29 or 30 times. Um, he did make a couple throws where he ran around the field for a solid 10 seconds, I think. But both of those passes ended up right on the money. Um, and his receivers did not um, give him many favors by... Ah, uh, just not catching the ball. So, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs—they will be back in the Super Bowl, I think, in the next few years. But um, it just showed that offensive lines—they really do matter in the NFL. And we're and when you're missing both starting tackles and you have to reshuffle everything along the offensive line, and you have less than two weeks to prepare for the Super Bowl at against uh, a Bucks defense that has the best rush defense in the league. Um, that's not a formula for long-term success. So the Chiefs they should be back in the Super Bowl relatively soon again. And again Tom Brady is now a 7-time Super Bowl champion, a uh, 5-time Super Bowl MVP and undoubtedly the greatest quarterback in NFL history. And now with his seven total championships you can maybe put him in the conversation with Michael Jordan and uh Wayne Gretzky as the greatest American team sport athlete of all time. uh There's been debates uh, all this week about it on Sports Talk Radio and television, but uh, my opinion, Tom Brady is up there with Michael Jordan, at least uh, just because football, there's a lot more turnover than basketball Uh, and uh, from with him going from New England to Tampa Bay and basically proving to all the doubters that he kind of was the Patriot way up in new England, not saying bill Belichick is not a terrible coach. I think he bill Belichick is one of the greatest, if not the greatest football coach of all time, but uh, Tom Brady going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who up to this year were, was the most losing franchise in American sports, I think winning percentage wise. So he was not going to a winning organization by any means even though they had a decent head coach and Bruce Arians and solid players on defense and offense. It's just that when he got there, he turned that culture completely around and they ended up winning the Super Bowl in his first year. So the Bucks are certainly primed for the next two to three years. As long as Brady keeps up this play to be contenders for the Super Bowl. And uh, it'll be fascinating to see if any of the other NFC teams are going to step up and challenge Brady and uh, also in the AFC, if, Teams are going to challenge the Kansas City Chiefs because Bucks Chiefs, maybe that'll be the Super Bowl for the next couple of years, but hopefully we get some variety in there. So congrats to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning Super Bowl 55. But as a distant Chiefs fan, as his as my family is all Chiefs fans, um, it's very, it was very uh depressing really to see that performance against the, the Buccaneers in Super Bowl 55. But uh, moving on to other things um, with the NFL, the night before the Super Bowl every year, the NFL hands out hands out uh, a bunch of awards like MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year. A couple of things that I'll point out from that: uh, Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, he ended up winning his third MVP trophy. Um, he went out in the uh, NFC Championship game to Tom Brady and the Bucks, who won the Super Bowl. So. Aaron Rodgers is 37 years old. I think he's going to stay with the Packers, but who knows what will happen in the offseason with the quarterback carousel that's going on in the NFL at the moment. Um, Aaron Donald wins Defensive Player of the Year uh, for the third time. He's, a, he's of course, the defensive tackle for the LA Rams, and he reminds me of J.J. Watt when J.J. Watt was in his prime, but I think Aaron Donald is a little better at his peak, so he'll be dominating uh, offensive lines for several more years. Um, With the Pro Football Hall of Fame, um, among the notable entries are Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, and Calvin Johnson. Uh, Peyton Manning, of course, was the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts for a solid decade-plus, and he terrorized my Houston Texans to no end. I do uh, respect Peyton Manning for what he did for the league. Uh, Two-time Super Bowl champion, um, just one of the greatest play callers on the field. He was great at audibleing all the time. Uh, He was known as a coach on the field. Uh, just put up really good stats. Um, didn't have a lot of postseason success, but nonetheless, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson is one of the greatest safeties in NFL history. And of course, Calvin Johnson known as Megatron is one of the best wide receivers in NFL history. Uh, another sad thing with the NFL. Uh, I think it was yesterday it was reported that Marty Schottenheimer died at the age of 70, 77, Marty Schottenheimer is one of the greatest coaches in an, in an, in NFL history not to win a Super Bowl. He coached the Chiefs. He coached the Browns. He coached the Washington football team when they were known as the Redskins. And, of course, he, he coached the Chargers when they were uh, located in San Diego. Uh, he was known for building really good defenses, um, a consistent winner. I think he coached for 21 years, and he only had – uh, two losing seasons of his 21 years. So he was a consistent winner, uh, a really good coach, winning percentage. Um, he, he unfortunately had to go into hospice care recently and and he passed away. So rest in peace, Marty Schottenheimer. Um, the NFL is going to miss you for sure. Uh, just overall, with the quarterback news swirling in the NFL, you have players like Carson Wentz for the Eagles, Russell Wilson for the Seahawks, Sam Darnold for the Jets, and of course, Deshaun Watson for the Texans, we could have some of the most unprecedented quarterback movement in NFL history. I think quarterbacks are beginning to realize that um, they have a lot of power, um, more so than they realized, maybe not as much as NBA players do, which they have, frankly, too much power. But in the NFL, quarterbacks are starting to demand that they get in on negotiations for uh, trades and other team uh, transactions. And if, if players do have some leverage, I think Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, they they kind of have more say, let's say, than Sam Darnold in terms of where they go or even Carson Wentz. But bottom line, you're going to see some of the most, un- most unprecedented quarterback movement in NFL history. And it'll be interesting to see where all these players uh, end up going. Moving over to baseball, we had a big trade going down last night in Major League Baseball. Andrew Benintendi, one of the best outfielders in the game in the past few years with the Boston Red Sox, he got traded to the Kansas City Royals. Um, the Red Sox got back outfielder Franchi Cordero, two players to be named later, right-handed pitcher Josh Winkowski, yeah. uh, and one player to be named later from the Mets, actually, and outfielder clearly. Lee. Uh, got sent from the Royals to the Mets. Bottom line, Andrew Benintendi, one of the best um, outfielders in the league. I think since he uh, got into the league in 2015, he leads Major League Baseball in outfield assist. That means if he, he throws out a runner like home or third base or second base or even first base. So he has a killer arm, one of the best bats in the game too. And uh, this signifies that the Red Sox are going into a full rebuild. They got rid of Mookie Betts uh, last year. And, of course, he went on to win a World Series title with the Los Angeles Dodgers. And, of course, they also have not signed free agent uh, Jackie Bradley. And it looks like he's a free agent as well. So signifies the Red Sox are in a rebuild. We'll see what the Chiefs do with Menatendi. They don't have a spectacular roster to speak of, but... Uh, ben Attendee should be one of the best bats now from from the Royals' uh, viewpoint. Uh, another contract that got signed, uh, personally, I'm happy with this, uh, my hometown Astros, they signed Carlos Correa on a one-year hun- one year $11.7 million contract. He avoided arbitration. Um, Marcel Azuna, one of the best outfielders in the game, he goes back to... The Atlanta Braves on a four-year, $64 million contract, so the Braves lineup is solid. Um, uh, Ellis Andrews and Chris Davis got swapped. Ellis Andrews, long-time Rangers shortstop. He's the last player from the 2011 World Series team. He got shipped to the A's, and, of course, the A's got back Chris Davis in prospects. Um, so the Rangers um, will remain uh, toward the bottom of the AL West, at least in my opinion, uh, this upcoming season. And Trevor Bauer, a a polarizing pitcher, to say the least, in baseball. He goes to the Dodgers on a three-year, $102 million contract, and he earns $40 million this season, which is absolutely insane. The rich get richer. Uh, The Dodgers now have uh, Walker Buehler, Clayton Kershaw, Trevor Bauer at the top of their rotation, Uh, a great three-headed monster, and a good bullpen, and one of the best lineups in baseball. So I don't expect the Dodgers to go anywhere anytime soon uh they're gonna compete for the World Series for many years to come. And uh finally with um some college basketball um today some top twenty five games going on Purdue at Minnesota USC Washington uh unfortunately number six Illinois at number three Michigan is postponed and number one Gonzaga's game at Santa Clara got postponed as well. Um games upcoming for this Saturday Uh, Number four, Ohio State is hosting Indiana. Florida State's hosting Wake Forest. Uh, Oklahoma's going to Morgantown to take on West Virginia. Uh, TU is hosting TCU in Austin. Tennessee's going on the road to play LSU. Alabama's hosting Georgia. Number 10, Missouri is hosting Arkansas Razorbacks. Number five, Villanova's on the road at number 19, Creighton. Uh, Number one, Gonzaga is scheduled to play San Francisco. Uh, number nine, Virginia is hosting North Carolina in Charlottesville. And unfortunately, the best game of the weekend would probably be number two, Baylor and number seven, Texas Tech up in Waco. But that game, unfortunately, has been postponed. And finally, with the NBA um, this past week, KD had a bizarre story where he was in a game, but he was pulled for COVID-19 protocols, which is absolutely insane. Uh, just the protocols there don't really make sense to a lot of people and, uh, throughout the week, I haven't really gotten to understand it furthermore. And what the NBA keeps chugging right along the ratings for the NBA, keep going down. I haven't really watched much of the NBA this season. Um, LeBron seems to be the MVP pa- MVP favorite. Uh, the Lakers have a record of 26, I think at the time of this recording, one of the best teams, the West, Uh, the Sixers are up there with the best teams in the East. And uh, we'll see how the season continues to develop uh, with the NBA, but uh, bottom line, their ratings continue to drop uh, with hardly anybody watching compared to previous seasons. And they, they keep losing to entities like the WWE and uh, uh, AEW all elite wrestling. Well, that's the podcast for this week. Um, Not a lot of, Life sports to talk about. Um, You know, March Madness is coming up right around the corner. The NBA will keep chugging along and the playoffs will be starting in a couple months and baseball will be starting up. Spring training is going to be starting up here right around the corner as well. So maybe look out for an MLB preview here in a few weeks. So thanks for checking out the podcast this week and um, the NFL I'm going to keep talking about it off and on because the NFL is a 24-7 job if you're going to cover it. So just look out for more NFL coverage and news. Thanks for checking out the podcast. I really do appreciate all the support y'all have been giving me recently, and I will talk to y'all in the next episode. Tell your friends and family about this podcast. And you want to support it, go to anchor.fm slash Lance Sampson. I really do appreciate any support that you are willing to give. Thanks, and I'll see you in the next one.